Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. Smith, so happy to have you back again on The Conscious Investor. And I'm so excited to dive into this question because it has to do exactly what this podcast is all about. And that is conscious investments and conscious living and just being conscientious about all things in life. And so before I ramble on, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Really excited. Yeah, you know, I think when we have a great guest, you got to, you know, spend more time and dive into more topics. It just makes it more fun. And I know you like fun. So we're going to just keep going with that. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so Peyton, I'm just curious. I mean, your company is very strategic and very thoughtful. We know that. So if you're listening and you haven't listened to the basically who is Peyton Smith episode, go back and listen to that. You'll get more, but we're going to dive deeper into what is it you are really excited and just intentionally pursuing right now? Um, yeah, so I would say right now, it probably comes back to the team. Like the main thing we're looking for is the team that we're building. And sometimes I think some of my personal reasons for starting the company, like they can start to feel selfish, you know, like, Oh, I want like, it'd be cool to have this ranch or that ranch. But what I found is if I get the right people, they think them things are cool too. So (laughs) them are some of the long-term things, but at the end of the day, it's just fun when you can go to work and, and be around people that like doing the same things as you and um, you can have good conversations with. So I would say that the main thing we're shooting for is just to build uh, a team of A players is what we say. We want to build a team of A players that are hard to find, but when we find them, they see exactly what we're trying to do and they get passionate about it with us and find a way to make it happen, what we want to happen. And so that's probably the big part of it is we have the Black Canyon side, which is the the overall company that owns everything. And that would that's the the company that we do the private equity through. So that's one thing we're trying to get to. Um and then Black River um, is just a means to get there. So have you had a bad team experience or have you had a series of such amazing people that you've worked with that you were like, I am going to keep that streak going because it was so good. We're not throwing anyone under the bus. We don't do yeah. that on my show. So I'm not yeah. saying that, but, but we all have experiences that shape why we want to pursue things in a certain way. Right. Yeah. I'd say I've like, I haven't worked at that many other places. I've mostly worked for myself since I was um, probably 22 years old. And um, I worked pretty hard when I went to high school and, and some of the mentality where I was going is, it was, uh, is a lot different. And I didn't want to be part of some of that, you know, with a lot of negativity and, um, looking down at the bosses or whatever it might be. And I was like, uh, I want to build a company or a team that has the same vision as me and wants to help me get there. And that's probably the main thing is I haven't necessarily had any specifically bad experiences with other employees or anything, but just over time, it's 
as you work with different people and some people might value different things. Um, and we just really want to have a company or a team that has the same core values and we can just make it happen together, I guess. So is this a slower process, would you say, going about it this this way? Um, I mean, vetting people and ensuring that they have the same, you know, culture that you do and that they're going to impart good things. And I hear you on the negative negativity part to the point yeah. where listeners know that I have I've had my family reframe the way they say certain phrases because I'm like, that's just that's just negative, you know, like. Hey, that's not bad. Oh, you just try some new food. Oh, that's not bad. It's like, yeah. How about we say it's pretty good? <laughs> like, yeah. Just like these right. little micro ways of going about things that you can hear in people, they actually add up. And if you're in a point where you have to have grit and resilience and you have some of this just undertow, it, it, it builds up faster than I think most people realize. Yeah. I would say, yeah, this is probably it's not natural for me to go this slow with like hiring people and stuff because I'm as far as like risk doesn't bother me very much compared to most people, I would say. Um, so I'm never worried about hiring new people or anything like that, but my teammates look at it differently than me. And so it's good to have, you know, there's different natures obviously, but we still have the same core values and, and so it's good to have a mix, but it does feel slow to me. Sometimes I'll, I'll say to the other guys, like, we should just hire someone for this. Like I'll go hire four <laughs> people right now. Like it don't bother me any, but then right. they're, they'll kind of slow me down or whatever. Like, okay, well we have to hire the right people. Yeah. Okay. We do have to hire the right people. I know that, but yeah. So sometimes it feels too slow. Um, and that's one thing we always say too, is if we ever find the right person, we need to just hire them, even if we don't have a position for them, um, because it's there so hard to find the that. right, yeah, it's so hard to find the right people. There is so much truth in that. I know some companies that have specifically done that, that we don't have a spot, but we know you're supposed to be here. We're going to figure right. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what. I probably look at it a little different than most people maybe, but they, I think a lot of people think, okay, we have to have this in the budget so that we can hire someone. And I look at it like, well, we can't afford not to hire this person. Otherwise next year, you know, if we don't have to write people today, how are we going to ever uh, get more profitable tomorrow or whatever? So it's just like, it takes the right people first. It feels like sometimes then uh, going about it the traditional way, maybe. Yeah, definitely. But you're true. You're, you're spot on. I mean, you have to have the right people at the right time in order to get where you want to go. So what happens when you and your, your, um, you know, teammates, your partners, what happens when you guys have a, you know, disagreement and a conflict? I mean, you just arm wrestle it out, you go shoot it out on a ranch. Like what, do, how do you guys go about resolving that? Yeah, we just, uh, it gets a lot of, it's a lot of fun for sure. Um, so everybody's pretty opinionated. Um, and I'm probably the one that says my opinion last. I'll kind of sit there and think about it a little bit more. Um, because when I talk, I want like, I want to know what I'm talking about. So 
um, it, it can take us a couple of days though, to get to agreements on certain things, um, which is fine. But the one thing that we also want to have is an agile company is we kind of talk about it quite a bit. So it might feel like we're wasting times on certain things, but at the end of the day, we have to like, if we have the right team and the right team health, and it takes a little bit longer to solve some of these issues that are bigger, say their team health issues or whatever they are, um, it's definitely worth the time put into that versus, you know, maybe a day-to-day issue where we're just fine if someone makes a decision on it, even if it is the wrong decision, just we'll figure it out later. Um, but the team health issues, I mean, if we're talking about some of them or different disagreements there, we can spend quite a bit of time on them. And usually you have to get people pretty emotional before they say what they actually feel. And so we get some pretty, pretty emotional uh, arguments going on. But at the end of the day, what helps is we all know that we want the same things out of the business. So it doesn't matter if one person disagrees over there because you know that they're still in the same boat or on the same direction. They just have a different way of looking at it. So it don't matter if they disagree on one, you know, how we should do this or how we should do that. But at the end of the day, somebody does have to decide which way we're going and stick to it. And everybody on our team right now, they will, even if it's, they were on the opposite side, they will totally buy into that direction and they will just go full steam ahead and they don't care. We try to keep our, you know, one of our things is to have no ego, but everybody has ego to some point, but um, they have to put that aside or put that in check and just move on and be happy with the decision the team made try and make the best of it. But that's probably one of the funnest ex- things in business. It's one of the funnest. Yeah. Just like the people element is just amazing how everybody works different and thinks different and you can have healthy conflict. And them are some of the funnest days ever when we get in a big argument over something. <laughs> so how do you find, how do you resolve it? You know, what is that point? Cause a lot of people, one, you have such a healthy perspective of conflict. Most people are like, oh my gosh, we can't be upset with each other. We can't do, you know, but to actually work through things in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, how do you, what is it when you get to that point of resolution, you said, yep, we all just, you know, whoever it is, we all jump on board. We have grown the same direction. And how does that happen? Cause if I, again, I always think my listeners and they're going to think, yeah, they're, they're growing something there in South Dakota, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I asked that again. Well, just how is that, that point of resolution after there is a conflict, typically people kind of hold on to the chip on their shoulder and they let those things accumulate over time. And then ultimately it creates a rift between people and relationships. So, yeah, you know, for you guys to be able to work through that and still be unified and, you know, progressing with momentum, how, is there some secret sauce to that? Oh, I don't, I don't know, but it does. Yeah. Sometimes I can see what you mean by people might have a chip on their shoulder or might hold on to some things. And usually what we found is through uh, healthy conflict, a lot of them things do come out at some point. And I'm a big proponent of individualization. Um, usually people's true feelings won't come out in a, in a group setting. Um, people are a lot more open, especially myself. I'm a lot more open in a one-on-one than I am in even 
and with three people or two people, other people. So sometimes if I won't even say my idea in a meeting, but we aren't making a decision then, and I'll talk to everyone individually and kind of get a better feel of what we're going to do or and sometimes it'll come out that somebody might have a chip on their shoulder, be thinking about something, you know, a couple months back that's bothering them. And, and so they might not talk about it in a group setting, but in an individual setting where you have a higher level of trust, they will talk about it. So for me, that's probably a big part of it is you have to visit with individuals sometimes, probably most of the times. Um, to get what they're actually feeling. And sometimes you do have to get emotional and sometimes you'll have to um, share something that you're not comfortable sharing for them to be comfortable to share what they feel. So. Wow. You didn't realize that you're a psychologist also, right? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> no, I do. I do find people fascinating and that's one of my favorite things is to learn more about human behavior and how to communicate better. And Yeah. It's, really it's a it's a powerful topic. Do you have a favorite book on that topic that's particularly uh, I helped? I don't think I've actually read any books on it. <laughs> I am naturally gifted with these insights. Well, I'd say like short videos I, on YouTube, short videos on YouTube is probably where I'd you know most of it probably. But that's awesome. That is, yeah, it's kind of one of my things that I like to do and it's fun. And I think that. Um, Human nature is one of the main things to, if you can have a better idea of how human nature works, that's one of the main things that takes to run a business because people are the hardest thing to figure out their way. You know, they say people are, uh, soft things are hard and hard is soft and people are soft. So they're hard to figure out. So that's what makes it fun for me. I love it. That's, that's a great quote. Uh, Peyton, thank you. Thanks so, so much for sharing so much. This has been really insightful about teams and how you and your team are consciously pursuing growing that team. And I'm excited to see where you guys are headed and who comes on the team. Because basically, we know it's going to be someone who's, you know, really they meets the core values, which I just landed on fun. No kidding. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. But um, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So what is the best way for people listening right now? If they want to learn more about how you have these amazing interpersonal relationships. They want to maybe get coached by you. You didn't know you were going to like start coaching, did you? Okay. No, <laughs> but they have some, they have some questions for you about that, or they just want to connect. What's the best way to connect? Uh, the best way to connect with me is uh, just my name, Peyton Smith on LinkedIn. That's P-E-Y-T-O-N. Or you can go to our website, which is blackriverholdings.com. Awesome. For everyone listening, remember, if you missed the previous episode where we kind of get the 411 on, wow, you know what? Actually, a lot of people might not get that reference 411 for information back in the day. Dial 411. Anyhow, but go back to the previous episode to catch, you know, the details on what Black River Holdings is doing and you know, just some of Peyton's backstory. And on the next episode, we are going to be diving into the single mindset shift that was like a big deal in Peyton's life. Um, and it might be something that's going to influence your world. So don't miss that episode. You want to stick around for that. And until next time, live big, love bigger. A lot of people missed out on my recent offering because they simply weren't on my investor list. 
Being on my newsletter list won't provide you with access to the deals I have. This is because 506B regulations require you and I actually discuss your investment goals before I can show you the deals I have. If you're on the fence about investing in apartments, schedule a call today at threekeysinvestments.com. If you think you're new, so you don't want to be on an investor list, you're missing out on opportunities to refine your ability to review offerings because you simply will never see them. So head over to Three Keys Investments and schedule a call.